Today is May 3rd. Welcome on in to Daily Cards Live here on ClabesOnline.com, presented by Royal Banks of Missouri and Munganass St. Louis Acura. I'm Joe Roderick, joined alongside by Bob Ramsey. Oh, hey, Otani Day to you and yours. Well, thank you, Joe. I'm not as geeked up about it as you are, but I think it's great for local fans who are going to the ballpark tonight to see maybe the most unique player in the history of the game. Uh, that's I, I think that's what it's all about. I, I think that that is one of the it's a once in a generation. I mean, once in a century type of player that is going to be on the mound at Bush Stadium today. And there's going to be 40,000 plus on a Wednesday night watching a struggling Cardinals team face a uh, phenomenal player and a uh, and a future Hall of Famer in the lineup, too, for the Angels. So it's a uh, it's a lot of fans out there tonight to watch the opposing team and watch two players on that team. Yeah, and that's always been part of the game to see the greats come through your town. And uh, certainly you've got those two guys tonight for sure. And a team in, in the Angels that's playing a little better. They're get, they got healthier, and um, it's not a bad baseball team either. We will have the uh, the bootlegging lineups here in the next few minutes. Also, news on the Cardinals Hall of Fame uh, coming your way. But first, quickly, last night, just to uh, recap before we get into all of the uh, the current stuff, you know, you called it the uh, saying Stephen Matz or Steve uh, would be out of the rotation after you know the beat soon. And I mean, first inning, four runs in in the first. I think he pretty much dug his own grave. I I wish I had not been correct. I wish he'd he'd have been the one throwing the lefty no hitter for six innings or whatever it was last night. Uh, I feel bad for the guy. I feel bad for the Cardinals. I feel bad for the fans. This is not working out. Um, I think in the great film Roadhouse, Ben Gazzara, uh, to paraphrase Ben Gazzara, Max, yep. this isn't working out. <laughs> and you know what? We will uh, we will now see what uh, what happens with the rotation. We know that Adam Wainwright is due back, uh, possibly uh, as early as Friday, maybe Saturday for his I'm first start. Saturday. And Matthew Libertor kind of lurks down there in Memphis. So we wait and we see what the Cardinals decide to do with their uh, with their pitching staff over the next couple of days. And Joe, they sent yeah. they sent the lefty down. Thompson. Yes. So you could say you bring Libertor up. Thompson goes down, make one more move. Match becomes your second lefty. It could all fit like that. It could. Um, before, hey, let's let's talk about the uh, the Cardinal Hall of Fame. I didn't realize that they were coming out with the announcement today, and uh, they uh, they did about twenty minutes ago. The two thousand twenty three Cardinal Hall of Fame induction class, featuring three former Cardinals. Max Lanier is your Red Ribbon Veterans candidate. The secret weapon, Jose Okendo, is your organizational uh, inductee. Mm -hmm. And the fan vote, St. Louis native and World Series hero, David Freeze, gets voted in in his first year on the ballot, beating out uh, such Cardinal legends as Joaquin Andrewhar, Steve Carlton, Matt Morris, and Edgar Renteria. Over 40,000 votes casted. And David Freeze is your fan vote, which I, I said from the moment that it came out and David Freeze was on that ballot for the first time, I thought it was a deadlock yeah, for him to be yeah. the uh, the the first year ballot for that. You you can't you you cannot vote uh, or you cannot 
vote for anybody except a guy with the greatest World Series moment in Cardinal history. Except my thing is, now I'm going to make another uh, pop culture reference. Tanya Tucker has a song called uh, Send Me the Flowers Now. Um, I I would always vote for the oldest guy. Don't don't vote him in posthumously. That's a that that's an insult. I I do I so I agree with that. I do. Of the names I just mentioned, I don't know if there is there anybody that we would. I mean, I know age wise, yes, but I don't think there's anybody health wise that uh, that we have to look at for that. But I just I I look at it, Rammer. Of the, I, I am just going, I moved down to St. Louis and started watching Cardinal Baseball in 1997. So that is the first memories I have of Cardinal Baseball, McGuire, the home run chase, and everything that happened after that. I do not think there will be a greater memory in Cardinal Baseball in my lifetime than Game 6, David Freeze. It's my favorite. My favorite game, yeah. my favorite moments. Uh, of all time, and I've seen them. For, I've seen a lot of them, going all the way back to 1964. It's the best game that I've ever witnessed in person. The moment prior to that, that was my all-time favorite, was Jack Clark's homer off Needenfewer, and I wasn't there to see that. But um, David Freeze in, in the entire postseason, um, with the pinnacle being Game Six, uh, it, it's. Um, nobody will ever forget it. Yeah. I, I just, I, I, I would imagine all of the other ones that we mentioned will get in there at, uh, at some point and uh, they will all have their, uh, their moments. Uh, Max Lanier was a Cardinal from 1938 to 1946. And then Good again, picture. from, 49 to 51 had a hundred wins, uh, 85 complete games, 20 of those being shutouts in 20, uh, 277 games for the, uh, for the Cardinals. Um, so Three uh, World that... series, I think I can't remember <coughs> if the military interrupted part of his time. I think three world series, uh, according to the press release sent out three consecutive national league pennants, two world series. Two. Okay. Yeah, for the uh, for the Cardinals, um, he was the winning pitcher in the 1944 Game Six to clinch the World mm-hmm. Series and the Streetcar Series over the St. Louis Browns. And Jose Oquendo gets in uh, this one. I, you know what? Um, I, this one seemed long overdue for everything that Jose Oquendo has done for the organization. The Hall of Fame has been around for a while now. Jose Oquendo, uh, very, very deserving of being enshrined in there and getting to wear a red jacket amongst all the others on opening day. Some people forget him as a player because the teams he played on were mostly not very good, but he was very good. And as you know, I've always loved the players who play multiple positions and uh, do whatever it takes to win. And that was Jose Oquendo. Then he became, even though he didn't come up in the Cardinal organization, he became a disciple of George Kissel. They worked together for many years, um, training Cardinal players. Uh, he's just, he's one of those golden assets that an organization, you just can't put a price on it, how valuable they are. 
Uh, he's coming up on over four, on 40 years with the organization. First started playing here in 1986 through uh, 95, took the year off in 96, and then uh, has been coaching with the Cardinals in some form since 1997. Yeah. So uh, that, uh, hey, the Cardinal Hall of Fame now up to 50 total members, and those guys will get their weekend later on this uh, this yeah. year. I don't see in the uh, the press release, maybe it is hidden in there, somewhere august 20th there you go sunday august 20th that'll be hall of fame weekend at uh, at ballpark village and at bush stadium for those uh for those um car former cardinals being enshrined into the cardinal hall of fame let's get to tonight's game a uh, few hall of famers in the uh, future hall of famers in the lineup as we mentioned it is shohei otani on the mound against miles michaelis and your lineups are brought to you by Bootleggin' Tavern. Bootleggin' now open uh, on Shoto out in the Grove. Seven days a week, starting at 11 a.m. Bootleggin', uh, find them on Just go, go to their Instagram page because they have been posting all kinds of pictures of their uh, of their food and everything that they are the specials they have out there. But now open seven days a week. Head down there before or after the game. Tomorrow, a, uh, a noon start time. So uh, head down to the ballpark and then head over to uh, to Bootleggin' afterwards for that, or it's Thursday. So maybe head on down to uh, to Bootleggin' uh, Bob's out there in Tower Grove. The Cardinals line up like this. Shohei Otani's best friend, Lars Nupar. He leads off and he plays right field. Paul Goldschmidt at first, Nolan Gorman DHing. Nolan Arenado is at third. Wilson Contreras behind the plate. Alec Burleson in left. Dylan Carlson in center, Brendan Donovan at second, and Tommy Edmond is batting ninth and playing short. For the Angels, Zach Nito is at short. Mike Trout is in center. Shohei Otani is batting third. Anthony Rendon playing third. Hunter Renfro in right. Brandon Drury at second. Taylor Ward in left. Gio Urshela is at first. And Chad Wallach is behind the plate. Rammer, uh, what is your level of concern right now for Nolan Arenado at the, uh, at the dish? Um, not very high. He's been around a long time and he's still a young man. Terrific hitter. He's okay. All right. I, I just, I mean, that's, that seems to be the one that is pressing the most right now at the plate. Yeah. He is pressing. There's no question. What I have observed, um, is that he's going after up and in and low and away. He's a former college player. Unless you're red hot, you got to pick one side of the plate or the other, don't you? Yeah. Now, he can go get that ball away. Say, oh, lay off that. Well, for most normal people, you would say that. But the way when he's going good, he sticks his head in there and he's on the ball. He can go get a ball away. But he can't then also be able to handle the ball in. Especially when you're not going good, you got to pick one in my view. The uh, the last time out for or the last month for Shohei Otani on the mound tonight. Let's take a look at uh, the start of the year. Here we go. His opening start: six innings, two hits, uh, no no runs. Six innings, three hits, one run. Seven he innings, hit one, one off outing, just one, I believe. One hit, no runs. Then uh, the two inning game uh, that he pitched, I believe that was on uh, that was in Boston. I can't remember if that was on Marathon Day or uh, a Patriot day or not, but it was rained out. That's the only reason he pitched two innings, uh, no hits, seven innings, two hits, three innings, six innings, three hits. 
<laughs> but that uh, he, he was a little wild there, walking a couple guys, five earned runs that last time. But so just uh, Shohei Otani in the month of April, 28 innings pitched, nine hits allowed, Rammer, that go to go along with 36 strikeouts. <laughs> yeah, I guess I was wrong. The uh, yeah, yeah, he walked a couple. He stinks. <laughs> His uh, strikeout-to-walk ratio, Rammer, 36 to 14. What a bum. <laughs> With a, a Cardinal team that is struggling tonight, uh, how many hits do the Cardinals get off of Shohei? This is just what they need. They may run him out of the game because it goes against everything you would naturally figure. Yeah. Dear, that's, I mean... A more realistic scenario is... The Cardinals maybe get a couple of runners on and Michaelis steps up and matches him and you're still in the game when Otani comes out and then the Cardinals jump on their bullpen. That would, uh, yeah, that, that, that's what you need here is Miles Michaelis going out there and matching him pitch for pitch tonight. That's, and hopefully Miles steps up to the occasion tonight and, and, you know, kind of takes the energy of the the crowd that will be at Bush Stadium tonight and uh, yeah. we have ourselves a uh, a nice little pitchers duel for uh for a few innings of the uh, of the game this evening. So we will see how that uh how that goes tonight. I'm excited to watch it. I think I honestly think Rammer this is the most excited I have been for a uh, opposing player to come into town since Ichiro um, came into town for the first time when he was with the Marlins a few years back. Me, so I think for looking me, I, at um, just great players to come through, I, I think that this is the most excited I've been since Ichiro. I think for me it was Jeter. That would have been two thousand six. Okay, I think I think that was his first year coming in. Okay. For uh, for that, I, that that's I I'm just I'm just spitballing. It's 2005 or 2000. No, it's 2005 because it was at Old Bush Stadium. I remember it was it at was. Old. Bu- You're right. It was yes. And I had to uh, I, I I was not able to uh, to legally buy uh, a beer at the uh, at the game yet too. So I remember. Yes, those those are core memories coming back to. Okay. Uh, Rammer, we are brought to you each and every day by Royal Banks of Missouri and our friends over at Munganass St. Louis Acura and Munganass Alton Toyota. Hey, if you're planning that summer road trip, head on over to altontoyota.com and see what rental car options they have for you. I know uh, we got a baseball tournament up in Iowa in June, Rammer. I've already uh, arranged. I'm getting. I'm going to be renting a uh, Sienna van from, uh, from them, a minivan to go up there. And it's a hybrid. So, Rammer, you're getting like 50 plus miles to the gallon off of those uh, Sienna hybrids. And you can just rent it for uh, just the same way you would at any of the, uh, the major chains. That's awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So uh, to altonatoyota.com and see what rental options they have for you. We will be with you tomorrow night after the, uh, after the game, a noon game, a 12, 15 game tomorrow to wrap up the three-game series. Until then, he is Bob Ramsey. I'm Joe Roderick. This has been another edition of Daily Cards Live right here, clavesonline.com. From our roots in St. Louis, Royal Banks of Missouri is branching out to continue serving you with our locations in St. Charles, Jerseyville, Granite City, and now in Hannibal Center and New London. Royal Banks of Missouri, the community bank in your community.